Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Bitch Vakila Sharmitzvilah podcast. We continue today in our discussion of Kriya. Kriya is the seventh language, form, and expression of Tfilah. Kriya, we've explained, is a Tfilah to Hashem with the recognition that He is listening, that it's within His ability to help us. And we call upon a specific trait, a specific attribute, a specific name of Hashem in hopes that that name, that trait, that attribute will actually come to help us in our time of need. Today, we conclude our discussion on Ot Zion, uh, the seventh part of our discussion of Kriya. And we really conclude our discussion of Kriya in full. We have been developing the idea that we can dive into Hashem uh, as though he is wearing two different hats because he interacts with the world in two different ways. So the example that we've been talking about is Hashem is both the Rofei Cholbasar, he is the divine healer. When people reach out to him for health and healing, he has to go through his divine calculus in order to determine whether or not the person is deserving, whether or not he'll provide that health and healing, how quickly, to what extent, so on and so forth. But Hashem is also, he's not just the Rofei Cholbasar, but he's also the Rofei Cholei Amo Yisrael. He specifically, he tells us, Ani Hashem Rofecha, the doctor of the Jewish people. To the same extent that we have whichever doctor that we would go to, our primary care physician, whichever local expert, we just go to them and he's not doing a divine calculus. He's just determining, can I or can I not fix the problem? Can you pay the bill? Can you not pay the bill? We could go to Hashem in that avenue as well. And in the conclusion of this discussion, Rapigas here says, We know what Chazal tells us. This is a, a Midrash in Esther Rabbah in Parag Zion. And he says, He says, If you look in the Midrash, it sounds like it's just a Mashal. This is an example, but it never actually happened, just a parable. But the Orachayim Hakadosh says that this actually took place. So you could look there in his commentary in the beginning of Parshav Vedchanan. Anyway, what is the story? There is a certain person that was walking along the path and he got incredibly tired. So he dove into Hashem that Hashem should provide him with a donkey. And in the end, what ended up happening was this person, he got a donkey, but not a donkey to ride on. Rather, he was tasked with carrying the donkey of a Roman noble person, a Roman minister. After all, he asked for a chamor, he asked for a donkey, but he didn't necessarily uh, distinguish as to what type of chamor he wanted. He didn't say he wanted a chamor to ride upon or whether he wanted a chamor to ride upon him. That's what the Midrash says. And again, it seems like the takeaway lesson is be very careful about how you formulate whatever it is that you're asking. But Rampinka says this is a little bit difficult. Is this tefillah and its reward? Right? The guy, it was obvious what he meant by it. And even though he wasn't explicit, even though he wasn't clear, right? certainly we know exactly what it is and how beautiful that he turns to Hashem for help in his time of need. So why is it that he would almost be punished for doing so? He says, but the explanation is that there is this additional layer, this additional element when it comes to tefillah. And he says that we have to remember, as we've been talking about yesterday and the day before, that uh, tefillah is not just, uh, you know, turning to the divine for help. It absolutely is that. We turn to Hashem, the divine healer, in order for help. But we said specifically as Jewish people, because Hashem says that he's, he's our doctor, he's our primary care physician, so we could turn to him as though he is any other doctor 
doctor. There's no need for a divine calculus, so on and so forth. And he said, if that is the case, we said this yesterday, so then this is one of the many steps that I have to take. This is one of the natural and practical steps that I need to take in when there's a situation of health and healing. As we mentioned yesterday, if God forbid a person gets hurt, so I'm not supposed to stop and uh, you know start davening right away. Instead, I'm supposed to call 911. I'm supposed to make sure there's an ambulance, get him in the hospital, make sure there's therapies and medicines. I have to do all the practical steps before I turn to Hashem, right? Obviously, if you could do both at the same time, and if you can't do anything practical, then certainly you should daven. But you have to do the practical steps first. And he says that tefillah actually is one of the practical steps. It might not be the first practical step, right? But it is a practical step. And he says that's what we're talking about over here. That tefillah is one of the practical steps. So he says, and just like any of the other practical steps, if I don't know what I'm doing, so even though I might be trying to help, ultimately it might become an obstacle. So for example, let's say, God forbid, a person is very sick, they need to be driven to the hospital, but I don't know how to drive. So if I throw them in the car and I try to drive, God forbid, the uh, the results could be disastrous. It could be far worse than if I just wait for the ambulance. So yes, my heart was in the right place. Yes, I was trying to do, to do the right thing. Yes, I was trying to help the person, but ultimately I caused much more damage and it became an obstacle. The practical steps that I took became an obstacle to helping the problem. But when I speak to Hashem and I'm very clear I'm very precise as to what it is that I'm looking for and how I think Hashem can help me. So, He says, if you do it properly and you ask for the right things and you word it in the right way, so that is one of the best practical steps that we could take, perhaps the most practical step that we could take. Again, that doesn't mean you shouldn't call the ambulance first. You should, but uh, a meaningful and thorough and precise tefillah is incredibly powerful. And regarding this idea, it says, for those who seek you will never stumble and never will they be disgraced, all who trust in you. And with that, we conclude our discussion on the tefillah of Kriya, both the end of Odzayan, part number seven, and our entire discussion altogether. This is the tefillah of Kriya.